ladies and gentlemen welcome into the top 10 values the top five receivers the top five running backs smack those bad boys together bada bing bada bang and there you go the top five stacks they're not even stacks of values the top five values the stacks is coming tomorrow the top five values capiche all right this is what we're gonna do subscribe button pops up right there i appreciate if you tap that whether you're listening on the podcast the youtube channel whatever it might be and we're gonna slide right into it starting with the receivers this week we'll start five four three two one and then do the same thing with the running back so the number five receiver this week in my projections projections ownership ranks all that stuff the optimizer the discord it's all loaded up on patreon and even more the number five player is going to go by the name of Mr. Amari Cooper, the man who won the game for the Cowboys with Cooper Rush on the last time you saw them, Sunday Night Football versus the Vikings. Now, they're saying early on, Mike McCarthy, that he thinks Dak's going to play. Either way, obviously better with Dak Prescott. Either way, Amari's going to look good at this price tag of 5700 but this is projecting in Dak Prescott. I have Amari Cooper projected for 15.7 fantasy points, and he has a team total, as Vegas also thinks Dak is playing, of 29 points. So more than four touchdowns his team is projected for. Let's hope he can snag at least one of those. But some things to know about Amari Cooper. He's going to have a matchup against Denver's number 22 secondary. This is not your mom and pop's Denver's defense. This is not even your your college or high school defense, depending on how old you are when they were in the Super Bowl against the Panthers. This is a totally different secondary that is really struggling right now. The ribs have looked much healthier since the bye week. That was a concern like after week two, week three's game, and he struggled a little bit in those games. And now the ribs look a lot healthier. He has a strong 22% target share, which is resulting in eight targets per game right now. And he's top five in targets of 20 plus yards downfield, which in games where he's not seeing eight targets and he has five, he's still been able to produce because of those targets downfield lead to big plays and often touchdowns. So Amari has 15 or more points in more than half of his games this year. And that's around where we have him projected at. And this is the thing, the price tag of 5,700, he doesn't have to go out there and have the 20 plus point fantasy day for us. That's always what we're wanting. But at this price tag, yeah, what he has to do is go score 15 fantasy points, which Amari Cooper, right, even without a touchdown is more than capable of going out there and having seven catches for 80 yards, right? If having a hundred yard game, it's more than capable of happening. So Amari Cooper, our number five value receiver right on now our number four receiver is going to be an expensive player but when i talk about value somebody commented last week and it's a fair question what what do you mean values sal you got debo samuel from last week at seventy four hundred dollars cooper cup is nine thousand dollars and their value plays for you yeah the simple answer is yes value is often is misrepresented in dfs as being cheap that is not what value means like value you go to the store what's a good value oh no it's bang for your buck you go to the store what's a good value bang for your buck what is a good value what is the sale right now the value play is in DFS point per dollar value. You're paying for your buck. How many points per the dollar that you're spending? That is the definition of value. Not cheap. Cheap players are just cheap players based on salary, not taking into a point, point uh, into account projection, which is what we do on Patreon. Go on and get in there. So this number four player at $7,800 is yet again on this list. Debo Samuel, after popping off last week for a 170-yard game, uh, rolls his ankle a little bit on the one-yard line trying to get a touchdown, so just track his status. But I have him at 21 and a half projected points i have him as a 23 team total a matchup against the cardinals which is going to be a tough secondary but it has been exposed in certain matchups right when they're not facing baker mayfield in a team that is banged up with baker and trying to run the ball when they're not facing the packers who are down their top three receivers and then lose robert tonian in the game they have been exposed at times this year but still fine matchup for debo who right now leads the nfl and is striding towards record setting pace with a 36 percent target share he also has a 36 percent target rate which means that when he's running around 36 percent of the 
the time when he runs around out there, he's getting a target, which is just absolutely insane. It's number three in the NFL. His 117 yards per game is top two. He's getting over 18 and a half fantasy points per game. He's on record setting pace for yards per route run with 4.14. If only Devontae Adams wasn't beating that this year, which is just crazy how efficient these guys have been. And here's a crazy stat for you. Debo Samuel on DraftKings has scored 16 or more fantasy points in six out of seven games and 24 or more, which is more than the projection I have today and more than half of his games in four out of seven games. So just track this injury on Debo Samuel. He's the number four value wide receiver this week. And Debo Samuel is going to be my highest projected super draft play if that means anything to you. But Superdraft is running a $175,000 contest this week. It's 25 bucks to enter. This is where your first $25 should be going. And lucky for you, if you use the code SAL upon your first signup, you get a free $25 right there. This contest will not fill. You don't know about Superdraft. You vaguely know about Superdraft. You only know about it from me. That's basically how they're getting their word out right now. And if the contest doesn't fill, however many spots it doesn't fill by, those lineups get zeros. So if this is going to fill at 70%, 30% of the lineups get zeros. You beat 30% of the field, right? You beat them immediately by scoring one point. You're going to have a 30% better chance at winning money, at winning first place, at finishing top one and top 10% on Superdraft than anywhere else. And this has been Trump change, $175,000 contest. So go in and get that. Debo is my highest projected receiver right now. So you can come down here. You can add Debo in and we'll show you the other receivers that I'm liking as we get through this. And then we'll talk about some running backs, let you choose your, your quarterback, your tight end. We got some projections over on Patreon. Bada bing, bada bang. That's where we're going to number three. Number three wide receiver value right now is a man who's priced at 5,300. A man who I put a couple tweets out about, and we'll pop those up on the screen as we get to him. But Devontae Parker in Miami, this price tag on him is just disrespectful. I mean, this is an ex-alpha receiver on the outside, right? Your 215-pound build, your six-foot-plus monster receiver who's on the outside and is going to have just built-in, inherently better matchups because of his size and speed. I've been projected for 15.2 points this week, and Miami, of all teams, has a 27-team implied total. You might actually be able to stack two of this week, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. Tomorrow, if that's a possibility on the top stacks video but look at the tweet i put up why do you like Devonte parker at 5300 sal where is this projection coming from if it's looking so good well the reasons you're not too keen if you're not and maybe you are but to Devonte parker playing really well this year is because it's miami jacoby Brissett's been playing nobody wants to look at that Devonte parker has been injured he's always injured bada bing bada bang yeah jay lamato the excited rookie mike gusecki's popping off right in these london games on primetime they're only primetime games but now you're getting a matchup versus the number 31 secondary in Houston, a very strong 24% target share on 8.6 targets per game. You see the tweet. He has seven plus targets in all five starts. Miami, his team is top five in passing plays per game. And he's had at least 12 points in three out of his five games in a limited sample of just five games. Devontae Parker looks oh so nice this week at 5,300, has real upside, has a legitimate floor in this offense because of how much they're passing. And he is the number one target in target share when he's out there for Tua. So Devontae Parker looks very nice. Now, this next player is going to be a top value for me regardless in terms of what was going to happen this week. There was some very unfortunate news in terms of Henry Ruggs, and there's some stuff coming out about that more and more. I don't have all the details. Nobody has all the details that's going to be in the public eye as of my recording of this, but it does not seem like Henry Ruggs is going to be able to play football this week. Even if Henry Ruggs was able to play football and then things got changed by the time that Sunday's happening, which does not seem likely right now, again, everybody involved, rest in peace to the driver who was killed in this accident. It is a accident that did not have to happen for obvious reasons. Please, 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 you out there, tell your kids, we have Ubers, we have Lyfts, we have everything possible at 3 in the morning, at 1 in the morning, at 3 in the afternoon if you're having yourself a day drink. If you are not feeling yourself, 
If you are impaired, do not drive. There you go. There is the talk about it. Do not do it. Do not do it. It is not worth losing 10 to 20 years of your life in prison or even worse, killing somebody else or killing yourself. So Hunter Renfro already looked good for me this week. Hunter Renfro at $4,800 who quietly has just been having a fantastic season. I mean, Hunter Renfro has 11 plus fantasy points on DraftKings in six out of seven games this year. Yes, in most of those games, he's been in the 3K or low 4K range. He's still in the 4K range now. He quietly has a strong 21% target share at 7.3 targets per game. So he's seen 7.3 targets per game. He's like averaging 13 fantasy points per game. And now he's priced at 4,800. I have him for 13.8 points. He has a 25 and a half team total. If Henry Ruggs is out, I think that's going to open up deep shots for Darren Waller. Zay Jones gets on the field, deep shots for Brian Edwards. But the guy who already leads the team in target share probably gets a bump up in target share. Maybe goes from 21 to 23%. Instead of 7.3 targets per game, now it's 8.3. Now instead of 13 fantasy points per game, it's right around where I have Matt, 14, 13.8. Hunter Renfro looks like a solid option in that range. Brian Edwards will also look like not a top overall value as I pull up the projections right here, but he's going to look like not top five. He's not in the top five list, but Brian Edwards comes in right around like the number nine wide receiver value of the week with significant upside downfield since he will see a couple of 20 plus yard targets in this game. So there you go. Now the number one value is going to be very similar to last week when we said, ah, it's Cooper Cup and everybody rolled their eyes. Ah, fucking Cooper Cup. This guy. Yeah, well, uh, Cooper Cup ended up going out there and scoring another 27 fantasy points, having another pedestrian game of just 100 and something yards and one touchdown. The number one receiver this week is my highest projected receiver at 24 fantasy points. He is the most expensive receiver, but he's not $9,000 like he was a couple weeks ago in the main slate or like Cooper Cup was last week. It's $8,200 Devontae Adams projected for 24 fantasy points, a team total of 28 and a half against the Kansas City secondary that ranks 17th in the NFL, the number one game environment here. They are going to come into this game as, believe it or not, favorites by like a point one or two depending on the book you're looking at and only behind Debo Samuel in target share right now at 34 percent 10.4 targets per game he's ahead of Debo Samuel with 4.2 yards per out run which is record setting pace he has 20 plus fantasy points in four to seven games he has 10 or more fantasy points in every single game so his floor is somewhat sturdy for you now at this price tag of $8,200 it looks even better he's not 9k he doesn't have to go out there and get 25 plus points at $8,200 you're feeling pretty good if Devontae gets you 22 23 we have him projected for 24 in this one he is number two in the NFL in air yard share and target share his target rate right now is 41 percent when he leads when he goes out there and runs her out he is getting thrown to 41 percent of the time on his routes almost a coin flip that's pretty freaking insane the only thing you have to do for him is just track his COVID status. He was, I believe it came out on Monday morning last week. So this would be almost two weeks. We're hoping that it is gone by then. We're hoping that he's not even having symptoms right now. Whatever the updated reports are, he's expected to return. But we've seen some other players miss a couple of games. Gerald Everett missed the Thursday night game and then the following Sunday game because of how COVID was affecting him. So we'll just track that. But there you go. Devontae Adams, the number one projected player, the most expensive wide receiver. But he is, he is still underpriced here. Devontae Adams is about 1000 to $1,300 underpriced based on my current projection on him there you go we can talk about the other receivers that i think are going to be nice pretty 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 plays right now and here's a couple of them right now so a man who was just missing this list he was my number six value is going to be brandon cooks brandon cooks pops up as one of my highest projected a top three players he's my number two projected player on super draft he's my number six value on DraftKings. we talked about Devontae parker and his reasons and we talked about debo brandon cooks gets you there a lot of the times he's going to be moved around the field so i'm not too worried about xavier and howard in that specific matchup who's actually that entire secondary is a struggled and i don't think they're going to be shadowing brandon cooks i don't think they'll be able to when he moves into the slot and moves all over the field so those are the three receivers that i like we'll build in two running backs you can get your tight end your flex and your quarterback we can give you some options but this is the super draft contest again go and play at the code sally get a free 
free, 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 F-R-E-E, free. There's a nice little song for you, S-A-L, Sal, my name, free, $25 when you sign up and you put in 25 So now we just massaged it through the wide receivers. Now we're going to just shoulder crack your back into the running backs. The running backs crack your back, do all what you got to do, make sure you don't break your back, just crack your back, it feels better, a lot better. So number five is going to be the most expensive running back, I believe, and that is going to be Mr. Returning to Action this week, Christian. Actually, second most expensive, McCaffrey. I'm expecting McCaffrey to return this week, of course. He has been said that he's going to practice. As of my recording on Wednesday morning, right before I release this, we don't have the first injury reports. But if McCaffrey does return this week, I have him for 19.6 fantasy points, my highest projected player. A team total of 19 is very bad. But for McCaffrey, we've shown time and time again for three to four years now. It doesn't matter what his team total is because that motherfucker is a wide receiver one and a running back one. He has a positive 11% matchup versus New England's number 22 run defense this week. And he's only played two full games this year, like five full games over the past couple of years. And he's still averaging like 25 plus points per game. In those two games this year, he's averaging 30 and a half opportunities. He has 46 attempts, 15 targets, 324 total yards and not three games and not four games, which would be good in two games. And he has a touchdown. So McCaffrey... If he plays, he is going to be, for me, I, I, even if they say I'm McCaffrey, unless they come out and specifically say McCaffrey will be playing 50% of the snaps because we like Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard who's seen 17 plus opportunities in like four straight games. Unless the coach specifically says that, and, and otherwise if they just say we're going to play it by year and see how it goes, McCaffrey, I'm going to be playing him. I'm going to be playing him. I'm going to be playing a whole lot of him. The number four value is $7,900. He is quietly smashing. I mean, not even quietly at this point anymore, but still people just, I don't know if they just doubt him because he's undrafted still to an extent. They don't feel good paying these high price tags because they remember when he was with Melvin Gordon splitting the touches, but also Neckler for 19 and a half fantasy points. Virtually tied with McCaffrey as my highest projected player on the week. And unlike McCaffrey, he has a much better team total of a touchdown plus more at 26 and a half team total. Also, Neckler has a positive 50% run blocking advantage versus Philly this week. It's a top 10, borderline top five matchup. He is seeing... 18 opportunities per week and he's only running the ball 12 times so if you do the simple math six targets per week for this man he's fourth in the nfl amongst running backs for routes run he is seeing 6.2 yards per touch so he's getting the volume now he's getting the efficient volume that we like to see in terms of receptions not only receptions the the bonus touches for running backs those targets but also the red zone touches 28 red zone touches is already a career high uh, and he has six six count him six in the nfl in that department so this guy's getting everything he's getting the routes run he's getting the targets he's getting the red zone touches now so this must be resulting in fantasy points right yeah bada bing bada bang you're right 23 plus DraftKings points 23 winning you a week if you have him in your lineups he's not the reason you're losing by any means he's the reason you're winning in five out of seven games this year i mean week one he didn't have any targets oh my god he only had like 11 fantasy points oh my god this is awful this is brutal what's happening with eckler since then 23 plus fantasy points in six out of seven games get yourself some austin eckler austin eckler right now as it resides over on super draft is my highest projected player so we go right here we go two running backs we say give me some austin eckler at his 1.1x multiplier if you're not familiar with the multiplier format this is not salary cap base you play whoever you want based on your projections and lucky for you i have projections if you're a patron a thousand plus members over there taking advantage smashing super draft winning the thousand dollars last week somebody ended up splitting the main super draft contest i believe on the showdown and won like 4500 somebody came in second on the main one last week with 40k to first and won like 10 grand lovely lovely week if you're a patreon member or if you're just a viewer of the show so eckler will be my first running back that i get to on super draft and we smash the dollar skis with him we'll give you another one as we go through the rest of these now the number three running back for me is going to be one ezekiel elliott the dallas cowboys they're all undervalued this week, $7,000. In Ezekiel Elliott's role, 
You want Dak in there for more red zone usage and all that type of stuff, but there's an argument to be said that he's going to look better in terms of his specific projection, barely by a point, if it's Cooper Rush, right? You get more targets, you just get more rushing opportunities. I want Dak so we get a better offense and they don't key in on the run and we get more red zone opportunities, right? But Kellen Moore was able to make Cooper Rush do whatever he wanted in that game, especially towards the end of it, throwing for 300 plus yards. I have Ezekiel Elliott for 17.4 fantasy points. He has the get the best game environment probably for a running back when you factor in the actual environment, a 29 implied team total, eight and a half point favorites, and then and his skill set in this offense with this offensive line, this is probably the best spot. His matchup is a positive 63% versus Denver's run defense this week. That is going to be a top five matchup of the week. So top five matchup of the week, right? Uh, he has 20 plus touches in five straight games. He is averaging 20.6 opportunities per game and around four targets per game this year. And in his last two games, one with Cooper Rush, one with Dak Prescott, 11 catches on 15 targets. If that starts to come through, if his number six in the NFL routes run per game of 21 starts to come through with more and more targets that we did not see the first two weeks of the season, right? It's going to be a smash play. This is going to be a walking 20 points every single week if that starts to come through. Because we already know he's getting the volume on the ground. We already know that he's seeing some usage in the air. But he's also getting all the red zone usage. 29 uh, red zone touches is right now top five in the league. He's number three in goal line touches. Ezekiel Elliott for me right now is a smash play at his current price tag of just $7,000 flat. He's in a price range right next to Saquon at $6,800, who if he returns and they give him a full roll looks good, but there's a good chance they ease him back in like they did week one of the NFL season. Zeke, there's no easing in. He's putting his big old eggplant down and he's rolling through the competition. And because of all that, Ezekiel Elliott is a top five projected super draft player for me. I do indeed like where his current multiplier is at at a 1.1. 1.5x multiplier, meaning every point that he scores, he gets an extra 1.15x. So we're building an all-star team. Eckler, Zeke, Cooks, Parker, Samuel. We have to try and get different somewhere. Will we get different in the flex? There's ways to get different in the flex, especially at the wide receiver position. I'll leave that up to you guys, but some interesting ways to get different. Brian Edwards. Um, other ways to get different. Jacoby Myers. You can get different with T. Higgins in that position. Hunter Renfro's really highly projected as well over there. So probably one of these Oakland receivers and then get yourself something in the department of quarterback that looks a little bit different, but like two or three guys mainly stand out at quarterback this week. So top two, and he is two in terms of the values of the running back position. The number two guy is going to be $5,300, same price as Devontae Parker. I prefer Devontae Parker by a significant amount if you're talking flex play here, you're comparing them, but it's going to be Chase Evans at the running back specific position. I'm for 13.2 points. He has a 25 implied team total this week. He has the number one offensive line versus defensive line advantage this week versus the division rivals in San Francisco. 14 opportunities per game is not good for a running back, but then you see what he's doing. He's seeing about five targets per game. He has 10 plus fantasy points in six out of eight games, and you have to factor in the price point. 10 plus fantasy points is not really meaningful if your name is uh, Christian McCaffrey or Austin Eckler and you're at their price tags, but he's $2,000 cheaper. He's $1,600 cheaper, right, than, uh, than these guys. So it's a much different conversation. We want 15 points out of him. We feel really good, like the Devontae Parker price tag. So what you're getting is number six in the NFL in yards per touch. He's been very efficient, and a lot of that is going to have to do with getting the ball in the receiving game. Chase Edmonds, a man who finally scored a touchdown last week. And when those touchdowns come, it's going to be walking 15 to 20 point days. $5,300 is the number two running back value. Now, drum roll, please, as we talk about the number one running back value. We have talked about a receiver and a running back on the same team with the Dallas Cowboys. This is going to be another receiver running back conversation from this video. My number one receiver was Devontae Adams on the Green Bay Packers. My number one value running back this week in the best game environment of the entire week is the Green Bay Packers running back $7,200 Aaron Jones massively underpriced here. Ezekiel Elliott is underpriced at 7K. Aaron Jones, massively underpriced here. He has currently a favorite with a 28 implied team total. He gets a matchup, a positive 64% matchup against the dead last ranked Kansas City defense. 18.2 point projection for me might actually be about a point too low. His 37 
What the hell? 37 red zone touches is number two in the NFL behind Mr. Jonathan Taylor. 37. Count him. That's more than Derrick Henry. 18 opportunities per game this year, seeing five targets per game, and he has 18 or more DraftKings points in five out of eight games this year. And a couple of those games where he doesn't are the obvious games. They're the obvious games against the Saints defense week one that nobody's scoring against. Against the Bears defense that they didn't even try and run against. They had a specific game plan in that one, right? Those are the obvious games. This one is an obvious game where he smashes, and I expect him to, because when he's supposed to smash, he goes out there, he swings around the baseball bat, he hits dingers, shout out the Braves winning the World Series, and he smashes $7,200 Aaron freaking Jones. My God. Now, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you having fun with me. I'm worked up. I'm getting excited. Thank God we got football tomorrow, Thursday night. Thank God we got Mike Wentz and Carson Wentz to, to, to fuel this, to take some of this aggression for football and watching it out that I have right now for these top five values at each position. Hey, hit the subscribe button. Hey, let me tell you about Mint Mobile, the proud sponsor of this here show right now. You might not know what the fuck Mint Mobile is. You might be saying, I already got Verizon. I got AT&T. That's, I already got all these things. That's exactly what I said. No, I'm being dead serious with you. Everybody out there has a cell phone. I got my iPhone right over here, right over here, right? This nice iPhone I was playing on Verizon with the, uh, you know, uh, the, the hotspot plan. I wanted to be able to pay for that because I, I work in cafes and sometimes you don't know the Wi-Fi. I work in airports. I work on the car sometimes. So... I wanted the, the hotspot. So for the all-inclusive data and the hotspot, I was paying like $105 a month on Verizon, which is a hefty fucking bill, let me tell you that much, right? But there was no way around it. I talked to AT&T. It's like the same fucking thing, and then you got to deal with the hassle of switching over. And then Mint Mobile reached out, and they said, hey, you want to sponsor us? And I'm like, I honestly don't know what you are. These 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 cards, sometimes these phone things are a little bit sketchy. You know, they got bad service. They said, ah, nah, nah, nah. that's not us. Here's the thing. Mint Mobile, here's what they did. Genius. Don't know why anybody else didn't do it. They got rid of all the stores. You go into the Verizon store, you go into the T-Mobile store. They got rid of all those, which are very expensive. They got rid of all that shit. All that stuff they got rid of. And what did they do? They just made it all online. They send you your SIM card. They do everything virtually. They do everything through the mail. That's what they should do. They call, you answer them on the, on the phone. They can help you out perfectly, just like as if you were in the store. Much more convenient for everybody involved. And it saves you money. $15 a month is their premium plan. And they use Teen Mobile Towers, which currently are like the leader in 5G and the leader in 4G, to get this wireless premium plan for just $15 rooskies shipped to your door for free, by the way. No extra in shipping. You go to mintmobile.com slash sal. My name, simple, S-A-L, sal. That is mintmobile.com slash sal. Cut your wireless bill to $15 a month at mintmobile.com slash sal. I'm not kidding with you. This is a very, very good offer. I went from paying about $105 a month to $15 a month. I saved $80 rooskies a month or so. And then what do you do with those $80 rooskies a month? Whatever the fuck you want. If it's DFS, if it's taking your honey, your senorita, huh? your senor, if you're taking them out for a nice little dinner or two. You take yourself out to a nice little week weekend trip. You buy yourself the nicest of whiskeys and you sip on it. Whatever it is, you get to do that now. So check it out. Thank you for tuning in. Appreciate you all a ton. Support the sponsors of the program to keep this going. Sign up on Patreon to become one of the 1,000 plus people in the family, the La Familia, so we can welcome you home. And we'll see you in the next one, gang. Top Stacks video coming out tomorrow. Later today, the Thursday night football video. Best of luck today. There's your schmacks. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you when I see you.